Mother Teresa was a humanitarian. She was a tiny woman of just four feet eleven inches and less than one hundred pounds. Yet she spent many years lifting and carrying those who were dying or sick. Mother Teresa chose to serve the poorest of the poor and to live among them and like them. She saw beauty in every human being. She, along with others of the missionaries of charity, strove to make the lives and deaths of those around them more peaceful and full of love. When Sister Teresa returned to Calcutta, she was alone and as poor as those she longed to serve. She once said, I found myself alone in the streets of Calcutta. I experienced a strong feeling of loss and almost fear that was difficult to overcome. Being the strong woman that she was, she did not let fear stand in her way. She begged for food and supplies to help the poor. She also began teaching children how to care for themselves. Sister Teresa saw a need for children to be educated, so she taught them lessons by writing in the dirt because they had no books and nothing to write with. Each day, more children gathered around her for lessons. It is during this time that she began to be called Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa was soon given a single room to live in. She also became a citizen of India. In 1950, Mother Teresa officially established the Missionaries of Charity with 12 members. A former student from St. Mary's was the first to join her. She was a young Hindu girl who greatly respected Mother Teresa and her work for the poor. Several other members of the Missionaries of Charity were also former wealthy Hindu students of St. Mary's High School. They all lived together in a small building that was donated to them. Today, there are thousands of members, both men and women, of the Missionaries of Charity all around the world. The slums soon made her realize that she needed at least some minimal medical training, so she obtained that in Paris. She subsequently opened some classrooms for destitute children in Calcutta and was gradually joined by other nuns, resulting in her House for the Dying, which opened in 1952. In October of 1950, she received Vatican permission to start her own order. In some mysterious way, Mother Teresa received what she had prayed for. Without that change, there would have been no possibility of gathering workers around her in a religious order. The missionaries of charity would never have come into being. Throughout her time at the school, Sister Teresa showed herself to be a pious but not overly demonstrative woman. She was charitable and did not tolerate unkindness from anyone, whether a child or an adult. Taking a firm attitude toward her young charges, Sister Teresa rarely displayed her temper at wrongdoing. In spite of the backbreaking work, she always had a smile and a kind word for people. She was no stranger to humor either. When told a good joke or funny story, Sister Teresa clasped her waist in both hands and would often bend over with laughter. As the Sisters of Loretto took vows to live in poverty, Sister Teresa's possessions reflect this state clearly. Her sheets had more patches and darns than the others. She often wore ill-fitted second-hand shoes, which, over time, would misshape and deform her feet. Yet she never complained, maintaining a humble and steady demeanor. She was, by all appearances, an ordinary nun carrying out her religious duties. Some at the convent remember her more for her inability to light the candles at the benediction service. 
As one sister, who lived with her during this period, recalled, she was very ordinary. We just looked upon her as one of our sisters, who was very devoted and dedicated. It was this very ordinary nature that made the journey Sister Teresa embarked upon so extraordinary, and ultimately that was what made her a hero.'